0: Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. It is uh, Matt Gates, District 1 Republican, great state of Florida, Pensacola area where we're heard every single night. Matt, how are you? Good to talk to you again.
1: Oh, good to be with you, PAGS. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Where do we go? Uh Government funding that's running out in a few days. Uh, Mitch McConnell in the Senate trying to get us to deficit spend for other countries or uh, or politics. Man, you uh, you're driving.
0: Well, yeah. Well, let's start with Rhonda McDaniel if you don't mind because I got to tell you something, Matt. I thought she should have been gone after 2000. I didn't get how the right the right money wasn't put in the right places. I didn't get how how lackluster the, the right seemed to be while the left was in like full battle mode. It was very strange to me that this person who is heading the RNC, nice enough lady, I've had her on the show. But not since like 16, but but nice enough lady. I just don't think she understands that the left is not playing around. They've taken the gloves off a long time ago. And she seemed to just sort of be drifting through the process. I I mean, 2000, we saw we did not get the, the red wave. We thought 2002, we got a red trickle where you guys thank God got the house. It was time, wasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, I was not a supporter of Rhonda McDaniel's. I think that she was more interested in the promotion of herself and RNC members than in some of the tactical legal work. And she made poor choices in terms of what law firms to retain. I think she was uh, more interested in getting the glitzy named law firms. But then when the going got to tough, a lot of those folks headed for the exits. Right. And uh, we we weren't operationalized to really battle it out to get evidentiary hearings in a lot of these jurisdictions. And I think the principal lesson we learned after the 2020 election is that you cannot allow fraud to occur and then hope that afterward there will be some remedy because many of these courts will simply not exercise jurisdiction so you have to stop it before it happens Uh, and and god forbid it does you have to catch it in progress and obtain immediate relief so that polluted ballots aren't co-mingled with legitimate ballots. And uh, this guy who's, who uh, President Trump has endorsed, uh, Watley, out of North Carolina, uh, he had a massive team of like 15 million lawyers throughout North Carolina uh, that were doing some of that grunt work ahead of the election during the voting process it's one of the reasons why north carolina was resilient against any type of voter fraud and it's that kind of fighting spirit i think we need at the top of the rnc
0: are we allowed to say voter fraud because if we say it they try to cancel if we say it you know we're suspended from every social media are we allowed to admit that something really wrong happened in 2000
1: well, there's there's documented cases of voter fraud. I guess, you know, folks want to disagree about the degree to which that fraud impacted outcomes. Right. We had several states where, you know, it's tens of thousands of votes, and you places uh, in urban centers in Fulton County, in Wayne County, Michigan, uh, in the, the greater Philadelphia area, where – the chain of custody did not create the same degree of confidence, uh, to, to say the the least, uh, because it wasn't handled in the same way chain of custody was handled in the, the rural parts of those very same states. Right. You know, there, there's been some progress in places like Georgia, where the legislature uh, seemed to be very susceptible to humiliation, and thus they enhanced the signature requirements uh, that Brad Raffensperger had signed away with the stroke of a pen uh, to Stacey Abrams. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Brian Kemp had really signed that away to Stacey Abrams previously. So, look, I mean, I I think that we can acknowledge that there's always efforts uh, to play games in elections and to and to engage in fraud uh, the issue is like what are we doing about it and i think by changing the leadership drnc the we've taken a positive step
0: it's uh, district one republican great state of florida it's matt gates uh, pensacola is the main city there by the way public square is hosting a town hall in pensacola tomorrow with matt gates and don jr don uh, donald trump jr five o'clock to seven thirty p.m now this says eastern time but but pensacola is central is it not
1: yeah no 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 this will be central time brother okay. this will be five, 5 to uh 5 to uh, about 7:30 uh Central Time, uh, Don Jr. at the Paula Fox Wharf will be joining me, great. and the CEO of Public Square. And you know, we, uh, We've got to support conservative, uh, conservative entrepreneurship in this country yeah. and conservative businesses. Public Square is a great great way to do it.
0: We've had Michael ciphered on several times. He's a great guy, and I love what Public Square is doing. Um, we've got to talk about well, – let me finish on voting here, Matt. You and I both know you're a great lawyer. I don't know why the, uh, any, any court didn't take it up. But you and I both know that there are states where the legislatures did not say yes to mail-in voting yet ballots were counted that were mailed in they shouldn't have been i don't care if there's covid i don't care if there's a civil war going on it doesn't matter you should be the the legislature either by constitution makes the decision on how elections will be prosecuted in their states or they don't and i thought they did for some reason they counted these mail-in ballots are we away from the mail-in ballot issue this coming november or is can anybody mail in a a ballot to anybody they want and put it in a mark zuckerberg box and get it counted
1: as you and I both know, that's different in different states, and yes. we haven't made as much progress as we should have. Uh, I do not believe anyone should get a ballot mail to them, at a minimum, if they don't ask for it. I can't even believe that's a controversial position to take, right. because the indiscriminate mailing of mail and out of mail-in ballots is precisely what creates a massive universe of, at times, hundreds of thousands of ballots millions in some large states uh, that that uh, are possible to be voted without any person actually intending to cast those votes so look uh, you know part of this means that we got to have republican secretaries of state republican attorneys general that don't operate outside the law right. and then we have to have state legislatures that actually rein in officials that, that color outside the lines we've got a few brave state legislators that are doing that in pennsylvania and arizona but they need backup too
0: it's uh, Matt Gates, District 1 Republican, great state of Florida. Matt, if you were running for president and you came third place in the first state, second place out of two in the second state, you lost to any other person but you by four to one in the third state, and then you got smoked in your own state by 30 points. Are you still running for president? Uh, well, I, I think that presidential
1: campaigns uh, stop when they run out of money. Is Not that, is that the
0: thing? Money. She still has a bunch of – talk about Nikki Haley, obviously.
1: Yes, Nikki Haley should not still be running for president. She is because liberals who don't like Donald Trump are continuing to fund her as a Democrat surrogate. Uh, Gavin Newsom was right when he said that Nikki Haley has been converted to the status of Democrat surrogate. And because people were still willing to pay her to go do that work, uh, she was all too willing. Now, uh, we, we saw news today that the Koch network is uh, is pulling off of the Nikki Haley experience. Right. That will drain her of resources. Reid Hoffman, a Democrat donor, uh, may see the end to her utility. But just like what a shameless kind of depressing end to the Nikki Haley p- political career. Someone who is the U.N. ambassador, the two- governor of uh, of Carolina now just getting whooped over and over in these contests and uh, being humiliated w- with the phrase of Democrats saying she's doing their bidding, not the bidding of the party that she's been a member of her whole life. Yeah,
0: but even with the money rolling in, I, I don't understand. What is the end game? Uh, somebody yesterday suggested... Oh, it's to get a M-
1: better M- CNN contract. Oh, is you that what that it that is? Oh, it's totally to get like a higher value on MSNBC, CNN, or on some woke liberal corporate board. Uh, Nikki Haley's political career is over. Uh, it was over after New Hampshire. Uh, she's chosen to, you know, go well, well past, uh, the, the playing of taps on that. But right now, it's about her value in the corporate world, in the media world, just as a, as a person to attack Trump. But the bottom line is, there's there's kind of an enduring value to us as the America First Patriots, because we are able to defeat Nikki Haleyism over and over again. It's the same version of Republican politics we see manifested in people like Liz Cheney and in John Bolton and Jeb Bush. And the more we can issue defeats to that ilk of Republicanism, the more durable the America first control over the Republican Party becomes.
0: District 1, Congressman, the great state of, uh, of Florida, it is Matt Gates. Go tomorrow, if you're in the Sarasota area, um, to, uh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, Pensacola. Pensacola. Sarasota, we just added a station in Tampa, so that's why I got confused there. Uh, Pensacola area, go there, uh, public squares, uh, Michael Seifer will be there, Donald Trump Jr. will be there, and of course, Representative Matt Gates, 5 to 7.30 p.m. Central Time. And what's the name of the arena again? Where is it going to be?
1: It's at the
0: Paula Fox Wharf in downtown Pensacola. I've not been there. I need to go there, Matt. Um, I've got to talk to you about about what you started out with, and it's the funding. Uh, uh, If I hear purse strings one more time and then nobody in the House seems, well, you want to, but most of the House of Representatives is wishy-washy about actually acting like you have control of the money, let it shut, Matt, listen, I'm an American. I, I love our country. I don't want people to go without a paycheck for a couple of weeks, but let it shut down and get what you want. We gave you guys control of the House. Where are we on spending? Where are we on the next, the next budget or the next CR?
1: Well, you're not going to like this, but I'm just going to tell you the truth. The truth is that we have a two-seat majority in the United States Congress, and we have no majority for spending cuts. On, on almost any issue, wow. uh, the, the willingness to deficit spend can count on, uh, on its coalition, every single Democrat and about half the Republicans. And there are, you know, those of us who are trying to drive spending cuts or offsets, uh, we'd like you know the spending of our government to reflect the policy choices that could secure the border, that could stop the weaponization uh, of our government, and what happens in the meetings about these questions is that you get more than half of the Republicans who are hand wringing and bed wetting, and they just say that they can't take any of the criticism that would come with a shutdown. Wow. Now I'm no, I'm no like cheerleader for shutdowns. I don't, I don't like hope that tomorrow brings a shutdown, but I also understand that in divided government, you have to be willing to use some leverage. And our leverage is the power of the purse. And if we're unwilling to use it, then our people will be trampled. But ultimately, we're right now at the beginning of primary season, starts March 5th in Texas, Ohio. Rolls through September in New Hampshire, and we're going to need a, a different fighting class of Republicans if you want us to fight for spending cuts. That's
0: Rep- just the truth. Representative Matt Gates, you know that I'm sitting here in Texas, not far from the border in San Antonio, and uh, and we're watching what's going on, and it's not getting any better. Now suddenly Biden says, it's MAGA Republicans, it's America First Republicans, it's Matt Gates, it's Donald Trump. That's the reason why it's broken. And then we hear everybody in Congress, you've got to throw billions of more dollars at the border, that's going to fix it. When Matt, you and I both know that 94 94- executive actions taken by this guy when he took office in january of 2021 that's what broke the border you just go back to the trump era policies and then maybe negotiate how asylum works or how how fill in the blank works you know parole works but but just go back to those policies and you fix it tomorrow what what, what, if if you guys were to say let's give you 100 billion more dollars on the border what does that fix nothing
1: well, that would be like saying that the way to fix a fire a fire hydrant that is spewing water is to spend more money buying more buckets. <laughs> exactly. You're ultimately, right. exactly, you're you're fighting a losing battle there. All, you have to you have to stop the flow. And President Trump's policies did that. We put uh, the downward pressure on the flow that's so desperately needed right now. And look, everybody remembers, Pugs, that first Democrat presidential debate where they asked who believed that there should be free health care for illegal immigrants. And Joe Biden raised his hand. Every one of them raised their hand. And, you know, I mean, they're not going to blame us for the border. We're going to remind the American people it's the pull factor of providing free stuff to desperate people from anywhere in the world combined with a completely open border that leads us to this invasion that we're enduring. And I don't you know the the polling still shows the American people placing the blame where it belongs here. And well one thing I put on all these government funding bills, I put a requirement in there that only US citizens can participate in U.S. elections right. on any government funding bill because with 10 million of them in this country, if they start playing games letting illegal aliens vote This could this could be a dispositive number of uh, of people diluting the votes of legitimate American uh, American ballots cast.
0: U.S. Representative Matt Gates, District One Republican, great state of Florida. Pensacola is where you should go tomorrow to see Matt and Don Jr. and also Michael Seifert. When it comes to to Russia, 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 it didn't work the first time. And now suddenly Russia collusion, Russia's interference, and Putin loves Trump, although Putin just said he'd rather have Biden than Trump, honestly, last week. Uh, that's a great endorsement for Biden. But the, here's what's going on, Matt. I want to just very quickly fill you in on a, on an X space over the weekend. This guy, Lev Parnas, is out there, and this is what Lev Parnas wants us to believe. We should believe the Burisma CEO that hired Hunter Biden for a million dollars a year who had no experience in energy, doesn't speak Ukrainian but we should believe that CEO that the guy who wrote the FT 10 uh, 1023 is somehow lying about about the bidens getting money from russia or from oligarchs in, in ukraine this is the push by the left in this country they're all saying it now russia is involved russia th- this guy lied that everybody a year ago said was a reliable source for 10 years of the fbi now this smirnov guy is just a liar and lev pernis knows that 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 the guy over in uh, in at Burisma, he was he's above reproach, even though Joe Biden said I won't give you the billion dollars if you don't fire a guy looking into Burisma. Matt, it's all very confusing, but I think I just set the stage pretty well. And by the way, I took Lev Parnas down very, very badly on an next base this weekend because he's an idiot. But having said all of that, there are people who are listening to you and me right now who will believe that Putin somehow is again trying to help Trump, not that he ever did before. How do you respond to that? How do you get ahead of that?
1: Well, usually when you're busting up a bribe scheme, you can count on the bribe payer to uh to be dishonest in the dependency (laughs) of the investigation Uh, i can't even believe i have to say that out loud right but just for context i mean Lev Parnas is a guy who's literally pled guilty to providing false information to the fbi and stuff kind of in and around the fraud and money laundering space right because he was trying to uh to get his nose under the tent in u.s elections so when it comes to kind of the shady uh, underworld of Eastern European intersection with American politics. left hardness is, is at the center of that in the worst of ways. Spirinoff is someone who had made a number of cases for the FBI, but authorized even to engage in illegal activity uh, on behalf of the investigations he was helping on. You only do that with people that are very sensitive. Uh, also keep in mind that when we asked for that 1023 form, we were told by the Department of Justice we couldn't get it because it was so sensitive to national security. So if, they, if it was a lie the whole time, why was, why was the Department of Justice so unwilling to, um, you know, to disabuse the Congress of that knowledge? Right. Uh, at the end of the day, the Hunter, the, the Hunter Biden business operation was a money laundering scheme to get cash to the Biden family. And the only thing they were providing in exchange for that cash was access to Joe Biden and um, really the the prowess uh, of Joe Biden's government positions and what those government Positions could do for the foreigners paying money. And we saw that play out in Burisma with Hungarians, with the Chinese, uh, with uh, James Biden, Hunter's uncle, Joe's brother. And the country sees this operation for what it was. uh, And i taking Hunter Biden's deposition on Wednesday.
0: I think the the simplest way to ask the question is: What is the product, the Biden family product, other than Joe's sway and Joe's position? Is there any? Are they selling chocolate or something that I don't know about? What else can they possibly offer anybody to receive any money? Even let's say that Hunter Biden that that million dollars a year was not dirty, and I and I think it was. Okay, what did he offer to get it? That's all I want to know. So- yeah. So what they say behind closed doors is
1: that they offer their advice about acquisition opportunities, um, and and then when you when you pull back the layers of the curtain, say, okay, well, what opportunities, which were closed on, it's all a joke. It's, all a real it's just-
0: that's a great question.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it is a bribe of masquerading as an investment venture.
0: It is. uh, Matt Gates, District 1, Republican, great state of Florida, uh, Pensacola. Go there tomorrow and go check out Matt along with Don Jr. You've got uh, Michael Seifert from Public Square. It's a great event happening tomorrow in Pensacola. Make sure you're there. Matt, tell him one more time where this is, at the wharf.
1: Polifax Wharf. uh, It's right in downtown Pensacola at the end of Polifax Street. And we'd love to have you. Uh, you know, celebrating American entrepreneurship patriotic businesses uh, that's something I'm real passionate about Public Square provides a great platform for people to find businesses that share their values and they're going to have a chance to talk about that and we're going to talk about the future of the economy in the country.
0: Wonderful, Matt we appreciate you giving us the time as you always do and let's talk again soon my friend, thank you. Alright, take it easy back. Alright brother, we're back after this, stay right here You're
1: listening to Joe Pags.
0: lot's going on. We've got um, another big interview coming up next hour. Do not miss a second of Brendan Carr. He's an FCC commissioner, even as we speak. He's an FCC commissioner. We're going to talk to him about, about, again, the FCC is trying to force businesses to show publicly what their demographics are. And it sounds like they're trying to, I don't know, force them or shame them by whatever the makeup is of their business. We talk about that. Net neutrality, Twitter, a whole bunch of other stuff too. Joe Pag Show coming right back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.